0: Hello, you're listening to Putting Up with Aaron Michael Marsh. Nerf. How's that?
1: Are you allowed to swear on my podcast?
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: you the rules on my podcast.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Let's swear. Let's get them all up. Chit, chit, yeah, chit.
1: so I'm, I've got black coffee, but it looks like, I don't Is know, that- a bunch of red wine.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean it It kind of looks um what is that thing called where they put it in their butts and they clean out their systems and enema there you go that's the
1: grossest thing yeah I have a mason jar of enema that I drink from you know <laughs> to wake me up in the morning
0: to, I didn't see you drinking from it I just saw it in existence sorry um, okay
1: oh yeah no no this is enema. I totally lied about the coffee thing you know
0: you know yes <laughs> I watched one of those um what was it called it was like my really weird habit or something like that. I forget what the actual um, name of the show is, but one of mm-hmm. them, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: No, but I'm afraid it's going to go right back to enemas.
0: It's right back to enemas. That's where I thought of that. Cause there was a <laughs> couple who got hooked on coffee enemas and it looked like that. That's why I was thinking of it. Um, so it was just like, yeah, there, she was just like, I did it one time and I just felt so good. And so now every day, several times a day, I give myself a coffee enema several times. Several times a day? Yeah. So they literally lie on their side and they get this like tube and they put one part of the tube in like a coffee thing like that. Okay, yeah. And they kind of just like wait until um, their butt sucks it up, you know, because suction and gravity.
1: So wait, so my butt is also like my mouth. It's like, oh, I love this stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly,
0: exactly.
1: (laughs) I wonder if my my butt is the same like taste in coffee that I do. They're like, just cold coffee (laughs) so I can chug it, please.
0: Ew, butt chug reason it rhymes or if
1: my butt's like you know i like it hot and just little sips <laughs> <laughs> cream please my, oh, my butt's God, like i'll no. take cream in the cup and i'm like i don't do it with my mouth my butt's like stay out of it that's so funny
0: <laughs> i'm like how i brought it up but i'm disgusted
1: with ah, that. no exactly if you don't want to talk about enemas then don't talk about enemas
0: well i want i didn't want to but like it came to my mind and i'm really bad at not talking
1: Okay, sure. But I have more questions about enemas. We're not done. Yes, so so they just do them at their house? You can just do that at your house?
0: Apparently you can. I've never enemud. Uh I think that's the verb. I've never nemed. Uh mm-hmm. but
1: we call it anemonad. Um it's I've a never, the Muppet version. Yeah.
0: I, I never never I never <laughs> I haven't done it. And but they did it in their house. They went to their bathroom. They had like a pot, it was so bizarre. And it's actually not good for you. I think you like, if you It's do not work, good
1: for you? No, like- I would have guessed good for you. It sounds like you're cleaning your butt.
0: I think you have to just go get a normal, not a colonoscopy, what's it called? Where they clean your butt.
1: I've uh, never had my butt clean my whole life. I don't know.
0: They do have poly- <laughs> they're like, if you if you have too much like food in your gut, you go in and then they clear it out for you. Maybe it is an enema.
1: Maybe um, no. There, there is a there is a colon thing. I remember driving in Santa Monica, and there was a place that had a sign that says like we do that here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? What is it? And uh, it said
1: enter through the rear, and I, I giggled.
0: That's amazing. That's some it. Good didn't
1: person. actually say that. I just st- um, kept going.
0: I'm googling clean your colon. So is there a way for me to oh, no,
1: no. put coffee in my bidet and just do that the right way? Then,
0: Um, could you? Do you have a bidet? Yeah. Oh, I think you could totally do that. Sorry, I'm still looking at colon cleanse. I just see colon cleanse.
1: Do I not look like I take care of myself enough to have a bidet?
0: No. I, I, just, look like I,
1: I just look mud buddy. No. Oh, is that, that's what you think of me?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't think that of you. I think that of everyone in the United States. It's not specific to you.
1: Do no I look American, American to you?
0: <laughs> yes. What are you? American. Oh, well then, yes. See, I was right. Um, yeah. But most people in this country don't use uh, uh, bidets. Until uh, the pandemic, then they started.
1: I bought it during the pandemic.
0: There you go, is it a tushy?
1: Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it is.
0: Mm -hmm. See, my people have been doing this for thousands of years, but the United States- My roommate's Egyptian. Oh, really? Yeah. And do he, she, they, them have- He. He, Uh, does he have a bidet?
1: No, and I'm gonna ask you a question that you might know the answer to. Sure. Because he very proudly doesn't use the toilet paper, and and he was like, "Oh, we don't do that where I come from," right? And I was like, "Okay, whatever." But he also didn't have a bidet, which is why I bought the bidet. Oh no! Was, what? No, <laughs> exactly. Because I was like, "Oh, let's just get the system." Yeah. He has a green plastic bottle no. on top of the toilet.
0: Does he have the watering can? Does he? Yeah. Like- for plants.
1: No, oh. wait! No, no, no! There's no watering can. It's just a green plastic, like as if he had a sprite and put the sprite out oh. and keeps it in the bathroom. Is he? <laughs> is is he washing his butt crack while standing up? Like how? What is?
0: Oh Lord! Um, how, well, what's he doing in there? There are several <laughs> methods. There's methodologies. Uh, there's schools of thought on the bidet, mm-hmm. and in Arabic it's called shattafa. Um, which I realized at one point, so I was like, oh wait, it's Shatafa, which is shit off, at ah, shit off your ass. No, really. It's Ooh, a shit off.
1: The, oh yeah. That off, makes sense.
0: Yeah. I realized that. <laughs> because, wow. That should be the name of the brand. That's yeah. I'm, I'm going to start my own bidet company. Um, so there's different ways to do it. You can use the water bottle method. Um, but I,
1: what is the have, water bottle method? I'm confused yeah. by his method.
0: Well, I don't know. You'd have to ask him, but there's one method. I don't want like, to, I'm afraid. There's one method where it's kind of like you get the water bottle and you, or whatever it is, the the, the watering device, and then mm-hmm. you use your hand to kind of just like cleanse, kind of like when you're in the shower. Um, I don't subscribe to that method. That's not for me. Um, that's how you get pink eye. Well, you wash your hands after, you know, Not me. I'm American. I don't <laughs> wash my hands. No, I wash my butt. Come on. Oh my God. That's amazing. Um, so that's one methodology. Another is like, if you use the automatic bidet, it's just kind of like a hose, just scrapes everything off for you um yeah. i subscribe like to power washing it is like power washing um, I,
1: uh- power bottom washing oh my god that's- <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry to keep sneaking jokes and go ahead keep no
0: going. i love this it's a comedy pod um i subscribe to the double dip double trouble which is you use the bidet and- the three shells and then you use the toilet paper right after it because oh you have
1: to that's okay that's what I- that's what Aaron does yeah, Because the first time I used it the- is I was like, I used it, and I was like, okay, I guess I'm extra clean. And yeah. then I stood up, and I'm dripping from my butt. Yep. And I was like, well, no, I'm not pulling my pants up while I'm dripping from my butt.
0: Dripping is not one of the five Ds. It's dodge, duck, dip, dive, dodge, not drip.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except some people, it's just drip, drip, drip. That's all they do. It's just all dripping.
0: Not for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I so I I do the double, like I if I use the bidet, I have to use toilet paper. Also, I had this conversation with my dad and he was discussing with his coworker why bidets are um, good to use. And he said it's kind of like think of putting peanut butter on your arm. And then he's like, Now if you're disgusting, but keep going. I know, but just just bear with me. So say smoother
1: like, chunky, Dad. I know smoother
0: right? chunky. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't
1: the one with the oil on
0: top? I, oh god, is it the no stir? Um so he, he's like, imagine a peanut butter on your arm. and mm-hmm. you take a- Like like
1: choosy moms. You know, you yeah. choose Jeff. Got yeah, it. Yeah,
0: exactly. And he's like, if you wipe it away with a Kleenex, how clean will it get? But if you wash it away, how clean will it get? And I was like, I think you need to do both. Also, I don't know if this metaphor holds up because, like, I've tried to wash peanut butter off a spoon before, and it's not as easy as he's making a sound.
1: No, that's true.
0: Yeah. You got to so- use your
1: finger on the, on the spoon.
0: Yes. So him and I are doing a, uh, we're doing that test soon. Next time I see him, we're going to do a, uh, I'm going to put peanut butter on his arm and then we're going to like test his theory mm-hmm. like Mythbusters.
1: Okay. My friend talked me into it by saying something similar to your dad. Yeah. And he goes, imagine trying to wash your hands without water. That's, he didn't have to get gross. And I went, oh, okay. I see. That's enough. But
0: then you need like a, I mean, like w- wet wipes are better than dry wipes.
1: Correct. Yeah. You know, yeah. We we're, we're in agreement on this. Yeah. Um, but if your dad wants to change up the metaphor, imagine putting peanut butter in your butt crack. Would you rather clean it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's genius! I don't know why I haven't thought of it. Now, <laughs> now, which way? Which way will the bear scratch it off? Um, yeah,
1: exactly. Yikes!
0: I love it. I love it. Nice, good butt. So
1: talk. yeah, good butt talk. I talk about um, butts and poop with all my guests for the first fifteen minutes of the thirty-minute okay. podcast. No, absolutely not. Um, It's just what you chose to do And I said You know what? Great topic, let's go there I love that, that's
0: amazing My bad
1: No, zero bad, it's totally fine It's my podcast, I can edit out anything I don't want
0: Don't edit that out, that's
1: gold Oh, it's in, it's in (laughs) It's, um, wait, how did the, the Beverly Hillbillies say It was like, they described oil With gold, it was like mud gold Or something
0: Black gold?
1: Black gold, I guess, yeah bubbling crew
0: remember, but i've heard it pronounced that way i
1: don't know if you had beverly hillbillies growing up you're much younger than i am i don't
0: think i, I don't think I, I knew of it but i don't think i watched it
1: but i wanted to ask you specifically about a thing yeah your phone number used to belong to who
0: oh my god uh my phone number used to belong to a hip-hop producer named polo De don
1: um, Polo de Don. All right, I yeah. was never gonna guess any of that. Sure. Oh my god, you
0: should look him up, dude. He's produced for everyone, like Chris Brown. He produced Usher. He produced like um, you know that song, uh, "Love in the Club." He produced. That? I mean, only
1: by the name. I'm actually you know old enough for. Where- like,
0: make love in the club. I wanna make
1: love. Oh my god. It oh, sounds god. like you're making it up.
0: No, it's not. It's like I wanna make love in the club. I'm
1: like. No, I'm I'm 40. You have to tell me music in Led Zeppelin years. That's
0: you know? a, no, Love in the Club came out in like 2005.
1: I know. Yeah, but I was also of a 2005 like emo vibe. Got it. Yeah, same. It the same. Yeah, so wow. there was no love in my club.
0: Okay. Well, it was I
1: was sad that other people were having love in the club.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> if, it you, if it makes you feel better, I knew the song, but I didn't know who made it besides like I know Usher, but
1: Um, Until Usher texts you and he's like, "Hey, what are you doing later?"
0: Exactly. So yeah, I like got this phone number because I like I switched my number once I moved to LA, and then
1: which by the way, I love this as an LA story. You're the third person I've talked to that had someone famous's old phone number.
0: Really? Who else have you had?
1: Um. Well, I don't want to say any names of any sorts, but I know somebody that used to have Paris Hilton's old phone number, and that was a little crazy for them. And Uh then somebody else had Nick Swartzon's old phone number. And they were using it to go to parties. I wish I had swords.
0: In. Well, because people ask me, okay. So long story short, I had this guy's phone number, and I don't know anything about hip hop or rap or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, and so, and I remember like because people were just calling him Polo, and so I tried looking him up, and nothing was coming up, and so I, like I assumed I was like, well, why are all these celebrities texting this per- random person that's not a celebrity? So I was, Wait, like, I and
1: you, do- you were knowing it was a celebrity? How did well, you find out well, these are celebrities texting it?
0: because they told me like it was like hey dude it's akon hey dude it's scooter Braun. what's up hey dude it's blah." blah, blah. Yeah. All these things and i was like wait why are celebrities contacting me and sending me parties how many TV of these
1: stuff? phone numbers did you save in your phone
0: none i didn't save any. oh
1: i i would have i'm like Ooh. oh akon's texting me but for that's sure it, right Push a t in my phone
0: that's I, if it was nick Swartz's people as a comedian i would have been like yes like let me show up hi i'm nick's friend but I just don't know anything about that world. And I was like, I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm going to show up. Concert
1: tickets. Cause you go, Hey, push a T. I like to get, eh." you know, like, and you're like, all right, you're on the list. And then you don't go backstage. You just don't go backstage. You just go to the general admission.
0: That's true. But at the time I was working in publicity PR. So like I got backstage to everything
1: already. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you already perked up.
0: Yes, if I was a muddle, okay. maybe I'd be like, "Oh my god!" But then at that time, I was like, "I mean, I was working premieres and stuff." I was like, "What are you?" Gonna I'm call? a
1: mudblood. We covered that in the first half of that.
0: <laughs> 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 An amazing callback. Um, yes, yeah, so like I kept getting these invites. I tried. I tried googling him. Couldn't figure out who he was because I didn't have the full Polo de Don. I just said Polo. Nothing was coming up. So my I would have
1: thought it was Ralph, Lauf- Ralph Lauren or whatever. I'm like, oh yeah, of course Polo. I'm just oh telling Polos, see.
0: but it's spelled P-O-L. L-O-W, I think, or two, one L or two L. That's how much oh. I know this. So Paula. I assume it, it must've been a drug dealer because I was like, mm-hmm. he's not a celebrity. And like, who? why are all these celebrities contacting him? I was like, maybe he like, is there a hookup? And then um, I one day figured out through this like whole exchange with like one of his family members who thought I had the phone, um, or excuse me, who thought Polo was on the other line. I figured out who, because they wrote down Jamal, and then I was like, well, Jamal Polo, wait. And then I realized Polo is a stage name. I figured out who he was. And he's like A-list, like A-list. Um, So that's how that whole thing transpired. But this was like five years ago. And I tried to like tweet him. I tried to contact him and be like, hey, dude, like you didn't tell people you changed your numbers. Some pretty important people tried to contact you. Like, let me know. Uh, never heard back. And then this whole debacle mm. happened where I was like um, at a Louis Vuitton store, like exchanging something. And I used my phone number. Humble brag. <laughs> I know, it's such a... Uh, So many people, when I posted this TikTok video got caught up, they're like, who who buys shoes at Louis Vuitton? I was like, okay, first off, I'm Arab, calm down. This is like our natural thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I just thought
1: you put on vans and they turned into Louis Vuittons after you left the
0: house. That's exactly what happened. I bought them knockoff. No. Um, But I remember I I was exchanging them. And so I gave them my phone number, only my phone number. And they're like, oh, we'll contact you when you get your new size. And um, they never contacted me. So I look at the receipt. The fucking receipt says jamal on it because apparently they use well he kept using his old phone number for louis vuitton uh-huh. um and so he was he's the one who got all the emails and all the notifications and i was so afraid they wouldn't let me get my shoes because when i got there they're like we have to release them to jamal because that, his name is on the thing we need his id and i was like please listen to my story it's mine
1: <laughs> exactly couldn't it be like cinderella where you're like look but my feet are the right size
0: yeah basically i was like well, luckily the guy I was working with was there. I was like, you remember me, right? You did this, it's me. See, you remember it's me. And he's like, oh, I do remember you. And then he helped me figure it out. And then- Oh, thank God. Yo, some some fun um, updates. Number one, little John commented on my video and I was like, I know Polo, we've been best friends. I'm sending this to him. That was one. Perfect. And, right? And now he like, he falls me, it's amazing. And then number two, um, I got a text message a couple weeks ago from Polo De Don's assistant. And he received the video and we have confirmed everything. And she and I have been like, um, like uh, exchanging texts and stuff like that. So now um, I've been sending, like I finally got in touch with the guy I've been trying to get in touch with for five or six years. And I was right. like, oh. yeah, I sent over some text messages. Like when people text you or call me now, I like send it to her and I'm like, Hey, here you go. But how funny I actually got it up the ladder to him.
1: Yeah, no, that's perfect because like I was gonna say, there's you should be able to contact him just to be like, hey, Dre wants to get a hold of you. you know, like <laughs> just something.
0: Yeah. yeah, so look for a follow up video coming soon because um, I just think it's funny that I actually got up the chain. So mm, mm, mm,
1: mm. yeah, and now like you're like all it's gonna cost is another pair of shoes from a place <laughs> nobody should be buying shoes from. Um,
0: I mean, not nobody. I love Louis Vuitton.
1: <laughs> I know. Well, when I first uh, started seeing you around, I was like, "Oh, she always dresses really nice." And then it took me yeah. years to be like, "Oh, she dresses really expensive." <laughs> That's yeah. what it is.
0: <laughs> I mean, not all of it. I do love a good thrift shop. I I thrift hard.
1: Where um, do you thrift, Beverly Hills?
0: Thank you, thank you for these like amazing compliments. Um, no, fucking everywhere. I love it's so ironic for somebody who loves designers. I, the only thing I love more than designers is a good discount. Oh my God. If I find something on sale, I will buy ugly shit because it's on sale because it's a good deal. I don't know what it is. It's the genetics. Do you flip
1: it or you just hoard it?
0: No, I fucking hoard it. Are you kidding? I don't flip anything. I, I will maybe buy it with the intention of flipping it, but no, I, I just sit there and I'm like, I got it on sale. And then when people compliment me instead of being like, thank you, like, Oh, love your shoes. And thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, thanks, I got it for $10. Can you imagine it was like $150 and I got it for $10? Oh, thank you. Like, I just can't accept the compliment without telling them the discount.
1: Yeah, you should just take the compliment yeah. because they can't buy it at that discount. That's true. There's nothing I can do with that information. If I go, hey, nice shoes. And you go, can you believe they were $100 cheaper than they should have been? I'd just be like, yeah, that's why you bought it.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Touche, I will say. Touche.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't need to you might as well just staple the receipts on it make the tongue of the shoes the receipts
0: people do that people keep the tag on
1: yeah it's ridiculous because it's not worth the same because now they're
0: walking that's very true it's very true i, th- I, don't, I don't like that like uh, i don't
1: mind the idea of i still have the tags on because yeah. to me it's funny because it's like i'm gonna return this when i'm done with it you know like i know it's the <laughs> yeah. exact opposite they're like no look it's still fresh like it's brand new yeah and i'm like no 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 it's the exact opposite but then it's also like no you're Have the stickers on your car, but you've already been driving it.
0: Yeah, what is that? I don't understand. I don't understand keeping the tags, stickers, anything on. Just like, all right, we get it. We see. Yeah, because people
1: say stuff like, "Oh yeah, cars depreciate in value as soon as you drive it off the lot." You're like, not faster than shoes and underwear.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) put that on and walk off the lot. Look at you.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, I should warn you. I'm funny. Oh wow, (laughs) I know. Oddly enough, I think I've only met you in person once, and it was years ago. And I, I do Flapper. remember it.
0: Was it at Flappers?
1: Nope.
0: It wasn't at Flappers. Why do I feel like it was at? Flappers. It was at Nightcap. Oh um, yeah, Burbank, Burbank.
1: Mm-hmm. You're working the door. Yes. Like, weird. And I was like, okay, whatever, door girl. And then they're like, door girl's gonna do a set. And I was like, all right. And then you crushed. And I was like, I hate door girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck door girl. Um, you probably walk <laughs> up and you're like, Okay, I've never seen a bouncer look like this before. And then, um, what?
1: No, I did all the stereotypical other thoughts where you're just like, Okay, uh, she's probably like dating one of the comics or something, and she's like here to be a supportive, like in you know, band mentality, like the merch yeah. girl,
0: yeah,
1: whoever's selling the merch is dating the singer. I was okay. like, All right, cool, and then, um. I think I talked to you for like two minutes and you're like, No, I'm a comic. And I was like, Oh, never mind. She's here for the stage time. She's yeah. doing this. Yeah. But then I also, because of just me being a dick, when they're like, she's gonna go up. And I was like, all right. And then like they gave you a good spot. It wasn't like they put you up first. They put you yeah. like in the middle. Yeah. And I was like, door person in the middle. No, 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 door person in the front. That's how the <laughs> show is run. <laughs>
0: That was so funny. Good. I like that that spot. It was fun. I was there for like a whole summer at one point.
1: Yeah, it's great. That's how I used flappers.
0: Yeah. 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 Have you been to Flappers lately?
1: I was just there for the first time last week. Oh,
0: how was it?
1: Don't want to brag. I headlined a Sunday afternoon 5 p.m. show. Oh, my lord. They shouldn't oh. say PM if the sun's still up. You know, like it.
0: That's funny. Although they're yeah, getting it, to have um, daylight savings. Do you hear that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm done with it too. I've been done with it for a long time. I'm from Arizona. I had to readopt oh. it coming back here. They don't do daylight savings in Arizona. Good.
0: I mean, I feel like- Yeah, there's not
1: a farm there they're worried about, you know?
0: Good. Dude, fuck daylight savings. It's the worst. It's so depressing every time. And then like, I, I always fuck it up. Also like for someone to mandate me to change the time on my microwave, like who do you think you are to come in and like, make me wait six months before I do anything about it. It's just very upsetting. I will like quicker, like just adjust to being like, oh, that clock is an hour late or an hour early rather than just take three minutes and change it. I hate it.
1: So does this mean they're also going to now get rid of leap years? Just get rid of all the weird time things. Just give us.
0: I don't know. Great question. Can you get rid of leap years though? Because what about people who are born on it? Just get 28. I don't care. You're just born in the 28th from now on.
1: You're just not born anymore.
0: That's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Done.
0: We would you be can like, take your birth certificate, rip it up. What if they like went after everybody born on February 29th just to be like, all right, listen, we don't, this date doesn't exist anymore, so we have to erase you uh, just to move forward.
1: Well, we all know that it's just March 1st.
0: What? Oh, it is March. Yeah, 30 days. Are you like,
1: do you know anything on June music?
0: In November. But there's 31 days in March. So they'd have to give one day... March, March 30 days have September, April June. So they do... This is it. This is it. They, I don't know why they didn't do this in the beginning. They just give April, March is 31st, and then they give March, February 29th. Do you see what I'm saying? Every
1: four years. So instead, we just moved leap year to a different month.
0: No, no, no. no. Because what we're doing is we're, oh, yeah, the four years thing. Fuck, who made this system? This is dumb. I don't understand it at all.
1: Yeah, I would rather them redo the whole calendar than to be like, once every four years, the calendar's stupid.
0: Yeah, was that like a mathematical error? What, why does Leap Year exist?
1: Right? It sounds like a mathematical error, like that, like, we'll call it God make the calendar, even though I know it wasn't God. Who yeah. made the calendar? Aristotle? I have no idea. Should we Google it? It was like, yeah, it was like Aristotle's wife. And Aristotle was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For, to make up the mistake, we just every four years add a day. Yeah, it's normal. Who made... it's you just like, wait, why Galileo? Why would this be what we do?
0: <laughs> Hold on. Who made the Roman... It's called the Roman calendar, right?
1: I don't know. I'm from America.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Romulus, the founder of Rome, instituted the calendar in 738 BC.
1: Did Romulus also invent the leap day? Because I will block him on Twitter right now for it.
0: Right, But this dating system, however, was probably a product of evolution from the Greek lunar calendar, which in turn was derived from the Babylonian. Do you know who Babylonians are?
1: I know what Babylon 5 is.
0: Okay. Well, the Babylonians... (laughs) Babylonians are present-day Iraqis. So, my people made the motherfucking calendar.
1: You're welcome. Well, no, but you also made the leap day, so yeah, and you know what? take now, it back. You should apologize.
0: Now I stand by it. I think leap years and leap days make so much fucking sense, and I, uh, I think... Nope. I, yep,
1: no. Yep. It was so no.
0: There's probably math behind it.
1: Rima she's great uh, you can follow her on Instagram at her own name when your name is Rima there's not a lot of people chasing after you're getting your name for your Instagram R-E-E-M-E-D-A-N boom uh, that's also the first conversation I've ever had with her so you guys got that it's weird to not have a full conversation because I've seen her around for years as a comic clearly I, we talked a little about this in the podcast but then to be like hey Let's talk one-on-one for the first time ever. And, like, it just starts off with, hey, how do you clean your butthole? Like, that's not how you start a conversation with with somebody you don't know. But I guess we already immediately decided full comfort, full family levels of comfort and went straight to buttholes. Um, also, interesting, uh, some of the, the bidet jokes that we, I don't want to say that we used, we touched down because we, like, you know, we both clearly had our perspectives on bidets. Unlike the peanut butter stuff she was talking about. She made into a sketch since the recording of this podcast. So if you check out her Instagram, you can see the sketch about the peanut butter on the arm. And you can see how all that turned out. With uh, Ahmed. Ahmed loves bread. He's a comic that I met when he first started. And he's moved to Austin. He's one of the Austin guys now. Uh, I don't know if he's moved back. I see him a lot out here. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I should have him on. I don't know. Who knows? Um, next week... I have a guy who's only been doing comedy for like two years and I'm thoroughly impressed with him. His name is CJ Price. You can find him at CJ Price Comedy. And we talk, I mean, immediately about Pokemon cards and stuff. He's obsessed. He's the most Orange County guy I know. And he's obsessed with, with the Angels and with, of course, I mean, Pokemon with his generation. And we touched on that a little bit. And we also talk about how his dad went to jail for murder. Um, His dad murdered a person and went to jail, just got out. And so he's dealing with all that stuff. We don't talk about it too much. I try to dive into it a little bit, but, you know, I also didn't dig too hard because you shouldn't. And, (laughs) you know, like people will let you know how deep they want to dive into a topic. That's a thing I learned. My friend is a, a grown man, lost his son. His son passed away last year. And he on his Instagram said, hey, when you guys see me, can it not just everything be condolences everywhere I go? Could it just be, hey, it's good to see you, and then if I'm feeling condolences, you'll know. You'll feel it in my tone, you'll feel it in my voice. But if I'm feeling happy, let's not take happiness away from me by making it about condolences, which I thought was super smart. Like, hey, you show up, you try to meet them at the energy and let the person control the energy from there, especially when you're asking something draining of them. You know, like if they're going through a thing, let them control what part of that they want to interact with at that moment, because they're going to go through it regardless. You don't need to keep bringing them back down to do it. And um, so, yeah, that was CJ. Very much it was just like, "Hey, I wanted to bring this up a little bit," you know. And he was like, "Sure," but he also didn't want to stay in there. And I was like, "All right, we don't got to stay in there. We can make this fun." And CJ and I had a great conversation. So I think we started a real friendship. I would say we were already like bordering on friendship, but afterwards we had lunch and stuff, and real friendship started. I gave him a baseball card on the podcast. Um, so you'll hear that next week. CJ Price, Reem Adon was great. Thank you very much for doing it, Reem. And as always, you can follow me at Aaron M. Marsh on everything. And I still have stickers, and I still have pins, and I still have Venmo at Aaron M. Marsh. Uh, yeah, guys, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. In a couple weeks, we'll have Kenobi back on the air. So we'll have the Star Wars podcast going back up. Fun thing about the Star Wars podcast is people listen to it. I get emails and stuff being like, if you ever need a guest, the show is not about guests. It's about the episodes. What I need is episodes. You know, what they really should say is like, hey, if you ever need another episode, I'll make a season of Mandalorian. And then I'll be like, there we go. That's what I needed. That helps me make more Star Wars podcasts. So, guys, thank you. As always, uh, thank you for listening and thank you for putting up with me.